Wow. The incident occurred short, uh, occurred shortly before 2 a.m. That is crazy. Well, let's find out. Big news. I have some important news for you. Interesting news. It's Blake and Darren's Spilling the Tea with Sandy. K-Man's top news headlines of the day from CMR. What's Dude. up, Sandy? Sandy, I'm trying. Four men returned with machine guns. What? Yes. No. This says sources indicate the argument broke out and some four men returned with machine guns and lit up the bar. This is what it's saying on there. Sandy, you with so, us? I know I don't she's know. running a little late this morning. Well, I think she has a lot going on considering just look at the front. Hey, like, Blake and Aaron, I'm here. <laughs> that was really loud. Um, I'm just well, reading the story and trying to catch people up on uh, this what, uh, this what, Vicks bar. What is oh going on? Oh, my God. Uh, this is like deja vu. Machine guns, though? Is this true, though? Yeah. Th- this is this is legit deja vu. Jeez. I mean, I cannot believe. Exactly one week ago, we were here talking about the same thing. Was that last yeah. week, Thursday? Did the other shooting happen? Thursday morning? So what's the yeah, story? Like Can you go through it again oh for us? It's so crazy, but what we know is apparently another young man is dead uh, this morning. After some sort of an altercation broke out outside of Vic's bar, the guys left, came back with machine guns. Machine, machine guns. Gun. And as the article said, like machine gun. Well, now we have machine guns yeah. on island. Yeah, well, we've had them. <laughs> have we? Unfortunately. I mean, um, I've, never, I've never seen, like, I will say that I have not heard of an incident in my 11 years, including, like, anyone saying machine gun. This is the first time. Me too. Same. Yeah, it's it's pretty crazy. Let me just adjust my camera ever so slightly here. You look great. But, um, thank you. <laughs> Going to eat, but uh, yeah, so um, it's it's just an unbelievable situation. Um, there's a lot going on on the streets right now. Obviously, the police are aware of it, and um, I don't know how much they can do. But I think some of the hot spots that kind of attract these guys, and everybody knows Seymour Drive. Both bars on Seymour Drive, that location seems to be um, a magnet mm-hmm. for a shooting. And so I think maybe the police need to speak to the liquor licensing board and take some drastic action in terms of just telling them, close your doors for a little bit. I mean, well, I don't know where the guys happens. are going to go. But I was going to say, but what happens when they close their doors, then everyone will always find another spot. So it's just, it's a continuous cycle of, yeah. just, what are we going to do? Just close. But, but those locations oh, yeah, I mean, I mean you can't, here's the thing: you, you don't want to you don't want to um, blame the a business owner for shooting and, and yeah. take the business away. No, for sure. But I mean, I think I think that uh, those locations are just known spots where these guys like literally just hang out and you know. I mean, I don't know what else the solution is. Just Unco- well, you gotta, undercover cops. We got to have cops over there. Undercover cops that are armed. Yeah. Have, Unfortunately, you just have to do sting operations and just. You got to got to get the FRU involved. What's the FRU? Firearms Response Unit. Okay. Those, then, are, the, those are the cops that, are, that carry weapons. Yeah. Um, most most RCIPS officers don't carry weapons, as you, right. as most people know. Yeah. But yeah. there is a small team of, yeah. of cops that do. I guess it's their, their, they're the SWAT equivalent, I guess. I mean, mm-hmm. do we have undercover cops like that? Like, Yeah, we've got undercover we do, cops. So. Yeah, for sure. I mean, I'm not... Any I mean, I don't, I don't think that they're the kind of undercover cops that can probably hang out at Vicks Bar and not people not go, who the heck are you? That's true. It is, it is kind of <laughs> You know what I mean? Island. Yeah. So that's a problem. Yeah. Um, but, yeah. 
it's, it's, I mean, it's, do they know who, who the, the people are? Has anybody been arrested? Who's doing the show? Well, someone was arrested in the incident last week. How about for, for um, one last night? Uh, not yet, as far as I know. Okay. Um, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. But even the incident last week, police basically said to us, if you know who it is, don't talk about it, don't say anything, because, mm -hmm. you know, they're trying to work the case. And so they don't want anything to potentially um, jeopardize our case. And we normally yeah. know quite a bit that's going on in the streets, because the streets are talking. Mm -hmm. So, um, unfortunately, um, you know, it's just crazy. And there is a video in circulation from last night that's that's absolutely crazy. Mm -hmm. um, yeah. So, it's, okay. Yeah. Well, that's kind of crazy there then. Yeah. So, uh, we also, you were at the luncheon yesterday. Yes. And we, we got the lowdown on borders uh, reopening in October. Mm -hmm. Um, did now what was unclear is, does that allow people from the U S to come in with no quarantine? Like Canada and is that US a ver too, verifiable? Right? Yeah. Canada, U S. Well, they, they haven't, they haven't specifically said yet, but what they've said is they are work. I mean, I think it depends on what happens on the U S side as well. Mm -hmm. So he mentioned two States, California was one. I can't remember what the second state was that have verifiable, uh, means because you know I think they have some sort of barcode system in place. So um, yeah, I think so it won't it, be Florida. Yeah, because Governor Ron DeSantos said you know we we're banning vaccination cards. Yes, because that's that's the priority is to do stuff like that. What are you kidding? Oh, well, that guy is just a. You know what they'll. Uh, you he, know, he is, he's banned um, businesses from requiring people to be vaccinated in order to come into the business, which also covers the cruise ship industry. That's so, crazy. so the cruise ships aren't allowed to, to require vaccinations for people that come on board. So that means that people on board cruise ships that potentially could come here, uh, That's can't follow those rules. But can't the private company say, but our rules are this. No. Seriously. Yeah. If you're, if your company's based in Florida, how can, how can the government ban you from saying something? I, I'm sure that's in the Supreme Court right now. I'm sure it's being challenged. If by your business many is lawyers. based in Florida, it's against the law. Uh, oh. Yeah. Yeah. I kind of feel like the Supreme Court, I don't know if it was the Supreme Court of all of the United States, but I, I kind of feel like this went as high as at least the state Supreme Court already. And I'm trying to remember what the decision was, but. Um, yeah, the U.S. needs to figure it out because they can't, I mean, they, they can decide what they want to do within their own borders, but clearly they can't push their will and desire in other people. So if they want a vacation, if they want to travel to other jurisdictions, they got to play by the rules set by those particular jurisdictions. Uh, they're not hey, I was trying to watch your um, feed from the luncheon yesterday, but oh. it's been taken down. What? Wh where's your feed from yesterday? Ah, uh, the compass got their panties in a bunch. And um, basically, they complained to Facebook about what? a video. Yeah, it's kind of crazy and petty at the same time. But they complained to Facebook that our video went against um, some copyright infringement thing. And so basically, they had the video taken down. Here's the backstory, right? Um, you know, we've worked with the Compass before. They're obviously, you know, a great organization uh, for businesses and whatever. So... Um, during the debate, we were the one media outlet that actually um, carried the debates live. We were the only ones. Mm -hmm. and so 
so that worked out extremely well. And, you know, we're keen to continue to work with um, the chamber. And so um, the president of the chamber, chamber reached out and said, hey, you know, can you, um, or the CEO, you know, can you, uh, you know, do the same thing and carry this because it's going to be a big deal. And we said, absolutely. And so um, we work with April Cummings, who has her own uh, media um, recording yep. company. She does production work. And so we were pulling April's feed. And so I was really confused when the compass was saying that um, we use their feed. I'm like, no, we didn't. Like, I know for sure that we had this previous arrangement. We use the feed from April. Anyway, um, you know, they came back and, and sent some email. We're just like, you know what? This is so petty. Like, you guys are really ridiculous. Like, we're going to look into it. April's checking things in her side so we can kind of see what happened. Well, what turned out happening was we did only use April's feed, but at some point, um, April got instructions to cut the feed during one of the breaks and she stopped her feed and then restarted her feed, which on her back end, from a technical perspective, that created a whole new link that we didn't know anything about. So because we were pulling her feed from YouTube, YouTube auto played the compass feed right afterwards like picked that up into our feed, although we didn't That's select algorithm it. algorithm kind of thing. Yeah, like it, it knew that I guess that was like an, a related feed or whatever. So mm -hmm. it automatically played that and that's what pulled us. So that's what they're going on about. It happened in about 20 minutes into the feed because we actually had to go back and check it. Mm -hmm. But everybody is just like, listen, Compass, really? I mean, it's kind of ultra petty. Like, whoa. I don't even know what to say. You should be used to pettiness, though, I think. Oh, yeah. <laughs> With Girl, everything please. that you... Yeah, no. we're, we're, first of all, I'm the queen of petty if I really need to be. <laughs> you are? But, oh, but, yeah. I was going to say a lot uh, of people have to, you know, obviously... Listen, the compass taught me... The compass taught me a lesson about extra petty yesterday. <laughs> I was oh, like, no. Let me take yeah. out my notebook and take some notes. <laughs> <laughs> I love it because, you know, it's like, oh, oh I didn't want to go there, but now I'm going to go there. Yeah. Yeah, well, I know. I'm kind of. They're, they're kind of up in their feelings about a lot of things, you know. Right now, we've got 339 people, folks, on YouTube and Facebook and another probably 50 or 60 on Instagram. And, you know, if you go to their feed, they've got like one or two. So I, I get why they're upset. They're a little jelly. Yeah, a little peanut butter and jelly. See, that was that was the pettiness that Sandy said she was she was gonna <laughs> say. <laughs> I know. Now, now Sandy's being petty. That, that was that was a little read right there in case you missed uh, it. <laughs> right. uh, that, yeah, that was. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I you know what? I, I watch enough Bravo shows shows to know how to be yeah. set. You know, then we petty. need to talk because I am. That's like that's like the only thing I watch is. Oh, any reality. You know, I'm I'm totally behind on a lot of stuff. I'll be honest, Aaron. I've like missed mm -hmm. like three seasons of everything because I've been so busy. But I, I I'm with you. I need. What's to get your favorite up. one? What's your favorite reality on Bravo? Um, I don't know. I kind of like a lot of the Housewives. I'm really yeah. into Shaw's. Me too. So the um, Shaw's the Sunset are on right now. It skipped on Sunday, but it will be back on Sunday night. Blake and yeah, so I need yeah. to get into the new season because I haven't started watching it. Yet, it, it you want to talk about petty stuff? It's it's a petty it's season petty. already. It's a petty season. Yeah. Um, but I yeah, I will say that uh, that Real Housewives of Potomac is back in like two days. Yeah. Ooh. That's exciting. Sandy, yeah. We, went, we forgot to mention yesterday to you that um, that uh, the Compass has their uh, TV truck, the live TV truck for sale for a dollar on EK. Yeah. So sure. if you if you want to expand your operation, um, you know, and start broadcasting 
you know, on your own TV channel, you could buy that from the, uh, maybe you could work out a deal. I was going to say, I don't know if they're going to want to work out best, a deal now. <laughs> best offer, maybe 50 cent. Uh, yeah, we're not into old technology, but thanks. <laughs> it's, on, it's on EK. <laughs> is it aware that that is old technology? Like, I know, it is. It totally is. Yeah. I mean, just even think about, uh, like, I think I was trying to $1. play something for my kid, my kids oh. on, on YouTube and uh, an ad pops up, you know, in the middle. And they're like, oh, ah, you know, and you could skip it after five seconds. And they couldn't even wait five seconds for us to hit like skip ad. So mm -hmm. the, their TV show or whatever they were watching could yeah. continue. I'm like, oh, my gosh, you, you yeah. would not deal with dial up. Yeah. And it's old school Fridays on Blake and Air. Ah. Okay. Hope, so hope I made sure I made sure I was ready for you. Um, right. Okay. So I'm, I'm thinking boys to men. Do you play boys, boys to men? men? Yeah. yeah. All right. Um, and yes. then hold on. I, I've got a couple selections here. No, let's can, can we do bittersweet symphony? The we, verb we could. The verb, yeah. Let's, let's go back to boys to men. What's what song from Boys, boys to Men? Men's a good, I, um, I, we I'll make love to you. You know? Oh, ooh. Yeah. I remember being life. a young, young child and like I was just a wee teen, not yeah. even a teen. And I think when that came out, and oh yeah, I was singing to that all the time. Not, <laughs> oh, what a man. I know. Yeah. As a kid, a lot of times you sing to songs and you have no idea what they mean. So listen, you guys know I have a toddler. Yeah, there you go. Yep. Yeah. There's your song. Oh, nice. And you're like, she was singing that Barbie song the other day. Um, Which one? I'm a Barbie girl. I'm a Barbie girl. And then I started looking at the lyrics. I'm like, Aqua. Yeah, yeah it is Aqua. Oh, yeah. I, I've yeah, never Barbie looked Barbie at girl. the lyrics. I used well, to sing that Maybe we shouldn't sing this song. <laughs> this one? How does your kid know this song? This is like from the 80s. I don't know. From the 90s. This was around the same time of Chumbawamba and, um, and Spice Girls. Because my sister and I danced to the song too and had the CD. <laughs> yeah, you gotta listen to the words. Yeah. Alright, well All we'll right, get those we songs on for you and uh, you got a lot to talk about this morning so if you want to catch the awesome. On right now with Sandy. We'll catch you on Monday. Thank you. You guys have a good weekend. You too. See ya. All right. Bye-bye. Okay, folks. We do have a lot to talk about. Thank you guys so much. We got the um, Instagram feed up early. Good morning to Lily. Uh, Lily Bell, MKW Collection. Good morning. Um, who else is here on Instagram? Skeet, Dr. Peter, uh, TJ, Oliver, Debbie, Sue. Everyone is here on Instagram. Well, not everybody, but a few people. Uh, Ervalyn is on uh, Facebook. Leroy, Olivia, Morna, Karen, Tashima, Joyce-Ann, Christine, Jasara, uh, Isaacs, is that Ocean? Uh, Rita, Christine. So listen, the big news this morning, guys, without further delay, is that unfortunately a young man has lost his life um, and another incident, like literally a week after this mass shooting, I mean, I'm, I'm like, I had to legit check and make sure that I didn't go in a time warp and somehow go back to last week, Friday. I'm like, hold on a second. Do time, does time travel really exist? And do time machines really exist? Because this can't be. One week later, last week, July the 2nd, the story was going up, breaking video, mass shooting in central Georgetown leaves one man dead. That was the title last week, Friday. And now this morning, the exact same thing. I'm waking up 
to another breaking headline, second mass shooting in one week leaves another man dead. I'm just like, there's no way this is going on in Cayman. Two mass shootings and two dead people as a result of those in the space of a week. Oh my God. Well, it's true, unfortunately. Um, and it wasn't even a situation this time where I went to bed early because I was up until after one o'clock, but this uh, popped off shortly after um, after two o'clock this morning or shortly before two, because the police were on the scene. It's just, it's just unbelievable. So listen, um, the hospital again is on lockdown this morning. So effective immediately, all staff and visitors must enter through the main doors at the front of the hospital. Staff must present their HSA IDs, no exceptions. They're gonna lock the side doors because of course, they now have multiple victims in um, the hospital. The streets are uh, still closed off this morning. So we're gonna put some photos up here in a second um, for YouTube and Instagram folks. So if you're trying to get to work in the area of Seymour Drive, which is where Vicks Bar and Everglobe are located, you will not have uh, much luck this morning. And we know who the young man is. I think everybody's already been naming him, unfortunately. We know his mom, who is, you know, a very nice person. Um, it's just un unbelievable uh, what has happened. So Siobhan McLean says, rest in peace, my baby brother. Um, condolences. I mean, I, I'm just, I'm just so shocked. Um, I didn't know this young man, but I'm really sorry for your loss, Siobhan. I, the Cayman streets right now are like, hot is not even the word. We, we need to do something drastic to get this under control. And this is the time now when the RCIPS needs to step it up and they need to come out and um, they need to actually basically lock down this country at night. Now I know this sounds crazy and I know some of y'all are gonna be like, what? But listen, when you have two mass shootings a week apart, first for each in the history of the Cayman Islands, it is time to lock, we need a curfew immediately. No questions, no if, ands, or buts about it. We need time for these guys to um, we need time for, for these guys to cool down, you know. Um, I think that unless y'all have another solution to this, that this is what it's going to be. Now, we want to be a little bit careful here because the RCAPS has um, asked us to, uh, okay, last week when they arrested, remember they made an arrest in relation to this murder. They then sent out, they, they always do things a little bit backwards, to be honest. They, they put up a press release, then they sent out something and said, oh, by the way, if you know anything about this case, um, like don't name the person, don't, you know. 
because because you might compromise your investigation. It's like, okay. Hmm. Um, right. That was sent out after the press release. Uh, Popo. You know by then the story would have gone up like 50 million times. So, um, they, they, I don't want to say too much about the RCAPS, but sometimes they got to get it together. So what I'm thinking here, folks, is um, obviously the streets are hot and all of these things are interconnected. So, you know, the angle normally works like this. You shoot my friend or you're alleged to have shot my friend and I think it's you. When I see you at a, at a bar having a drink, you're a targeted man. Not just you, but you and your friends. So once again, all accounts are that this young man who unfortunately lost his life um, last night was not the intended victim. But when you come up with a friggin' machine gun, is there such a thing as an intended victim? Like machine guns, listen, it's bad enough with a regular gun. Like you don't know whose name is on that bullet because there are no names. But with a machine gun spraying all over the place, it's 20 times, 100 times worse. So we know, for example, that bartenders got caught um, in the situation as well. <clears throat> so at least two bartenders are said to have been shot. Five or six people shot. It's just like, what the heck is going on? <sighs> so, of course, I woke up this morning from multiple messages about this young man. Um who was killed, his name is all over the place. So, you know, I guess we can say it at this point. His name is Wayne McLean. His sister just commented that that's her brother. So my condolences goes out to his entire family. It's just unbelievable. Unbelievable. I never thought, I gotta be honest with you, that I would see the day in the Cayman Islands where we would have one, much less two, mass shootings in the space of a week or any space of any time, right? I just never, I just never thought that this was even possible. But it is possible, and this is reality, folks, that we're talk we're dealing with. And there's a lot of things I understand that are happening um, in the background. Everything from even situations that are popping off in Jamaica being connected. Remember some months ago, there was a police operation down in um, Magellan Key or something, uh, Magellan Way or somewhere down in West Bay Road, which is normally like a high fluting area. And there was like the helicopter out. We had put up a story about how there was like 12 police cars, like all these things in the area, um, K-9 units. And the police only said that there was a, um, a boat crash. That's what, that was their official report. Well, all, um, 
Yes, folks, I am on air. Some people are like, yes. So all, um, let me just see when this was. So all indications are that that boat crash, I'm just trying to see if I can find this story again. That, you know, that uh, the version of the story that the police told that, oh, it was just a boat crash, it had to have been more than that, without a doubt, because um, there was just too much police presence for it to have just been a boat crash, right? So I'm trying to see if I can find that story again to kind of remind you guys of when that would have been. Anyway, um, helicopters out this morning. I'm getting all these reports now, real-time reports of what's going on right now. But, um, oh yeah, so this was June the 1st. Two vessels collide off Magellan um, K was uh, what the report was. The Joint Marine Unit is now investigating the circumstances surrounding this um, from Monday night. So this would have been the end of May when this actually happened. Well, there's more to this story than that. And what we think, again, complete speculation. So this was May the 26th that we originally reported the collision and then several days later. So our breaking story on May the 31st was breaking emergency services respond to boating accident um, in Snug Harbor, Magellan K Snug Harbor, that like general area. But again, people witnessed the response and everybody's like, Sandy, this is not no boat crash. What we saw, the response, if that was a boat crash, that response was overkill. Um, so, um, Sorry, I'm, I'm trying to catch up with uh, what people are telling me here because it's, it's literally the news is popping off like in real time. Um, but yeah, so what we have going on here, folks, is a lot of these things are connected and we, the public, don't necessarily know how they are connected. So what we do know is without a doubt, um, uh, the streets are hot right now. <clears throat> Gang activity, arguments, whatever the heck you want to call them, are popping off all over the place. And yes, the authorities are somewhat aware of what's going on. They've got their ears down to the ground and they're, I suppose, um, they are doing their best to try to squash this, but they don't really seem to know what to do. And I, I'm no expert, right? So I'm not trying to tell them how to do their job, but I do think we need to lock it down immediately. Put a nighttime curfew in place. Nobody in the streets after nine o'clock. Stay your behind home. <sighs> so back to this incident in May, multiple police cars, ambulance, fire service, canine unit, helicopter, that ain't no boat crash. So what we think is that 
what this probably was, this over-response, and it wasn't an over-response because the police knew more or less what was popping off, is that this was actually um, but this was actually people coming in. So y'all know how it works. We've seen this happen before, folks. David, good morning. David said, morning, came on. Whenever I mention Jamaica, when incidents like this, um, some people run me down, they're in the mean, very decent Jamaicans on island, but this crime escalation is going to destroy our reputation, start kicking down doors and raid the known criminals. Hi. Um, Tabitha, good morning. She said she's come online because she hear the helicopter up over her house. So yes, we are aware. Um, Siobhan says the business owner has nothing to do with what happened. Those that are involved need to be held accountable. Absolutely. And there's this argument about that that we'll talk about here in a second, but it's, it's very, very sad. So we know that sometimes these criminals are working with each other um, across jurisdictions. And of course, Jamaica being right next door to us, uh, we get a lot of their riffraffs and, you know, I think they get one or two of ours. Probably not as many of, of, you know, they have a larger population. So um, we get a lot of their riffraffs, right? So sometimes our riffraffs, uh, criminal elements, work with the criminal elements in Jamaica. Because a lot of it is about the movement of drugs. And um, the drugs come in through different transport areas. They come in via Jamaica. Uh, Jamaica has an issue with it coming in through Haiti and Haiti's been in the news all this week because of an assassination there of their president. Um, and then Jamaica transports it to other places. And unfortunately, Cayman happens to be <clears throat> one of those transport locations. That kicks off a lot of stuff. And there are people here who are known drug kingpin, so to speak. They're in the drug business. They're in the gambling business. They're in all sorts of illegal activity, prostitution and whatever. And so, um, you know, there are things that are happening in relation to that. So folks, I do see all of your comments coming in and I'm kind of just glancing over them, but we have almost, we're pushing 657 people on between YouTube and Facebook. So unfortunately, um, I can't read every individual comment. So I'm just trying to put them up on the screen, but I just want to let you know <clears throat> Good morning, Celine. That I um, I am, you know, reading uh, the comments and I do see them. So we we believe the streets are believing the streets are talking that there are uh, criminal elements that are being uh, called into the country, coming in, however it works, and that they are per they are perhaps um, somewhat responsible for some of this stuff. But let me be very very clear here, folks. I am not going to put the blame on anybody else but our own people. Because if our people were not involved in criminality, we wouldn't be importing people from Jamaica to come and do our dirty work for us. But you know, the Jamaicans take it to a different level. Most Caymanian boys don't know nothing about a friggin' machine gun. Let's be very, very honest. And if they're learning about these types of things, they're learning it from um, growing up in Jamaica, living in Jamaica, hanging out with their Jamaican friends who probably know how to take apart and put together a machine gun in five seconds. 
Um, but we are ultimately responsible for what we are producing here in this country, which includes this criminal element. Now, here's where you need to call a spade a spade. Last week, we had a mass shooting. The government of the Cayman Islands needs to make a statement today. Not mañana, not next week. They need to come out today in collaboration with the police, Pat government, anybody listening to me this morning, y'all need to put out a statement and I know it's just semantics, but right now the people need your semantics. This is why you need to hire politically savvy individuals to work with you. Now I know according to Noli Brown, Nolisha, I was supposed to get a press secretary job. I don't have no press secretary job. I'm not a consultant for the government. I'm a good citizen of this country and I do my best. If I see something going on, if I can give them advice, um, take it or leave it, I try to give it to them. But this is one of those times where they need to step up. They need to have a press conference, an emergency press conference and talk about the situation. You mightn't have much to say, but you need to, you need to talk to people. Just calm the nerves of the people. The RCIPS needs to make sure that they are telling us what they're doing to stop the flow of guns, ammunition, illegal drugs, all this stuff into the country. Put an immediate lockdown curfew in place tonight. Tonight is Friday night. This is the weekend. Y'all know it's going to pop off again. Because here's what happens, right? Drug boat comes in in May. Guys coming in, they're here illegally. It's not like they're coming in and be like, oh, immigration, we're here. Uh, we would like to get a work permit, please. And let's start working at Burger King flipping burgers or wherever. No, 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 no. They're coming in as Leroy says, this is now a tit for tat situation. You shot my friend last week. Or you shot at my friend. He got a shot in the buttocks, whatever the situation is. Now I'm coming for you. And if I show up at Vic's bar, at, um, you know, what's the next one there? And, on, on, um, what's the next one? It was Everglow. Cause these are hot spots right now. Well is all these places are hot spots. Now poor police, they, they trying their best. Cause remember they made the arrest out by AL Thompson's. Um, they were all upset because y'all were recording it and sending the video to CMR talking about, um, Oh God, does CMR have the story yet? Well, yeah, we had it. But in your video, you were making commentary. Um, oh, my God. Somebody just said that was their nephew that was killed in the bar. Oh, my God. It's just horrible. Because this young kid is a Caymanian. So, I mean, you know, this this is where it hurts. Because this is, this is our people. These are not strangers that are being killed. These are people that we know. People that we're family to. Um, his mother, like I said, I don't personally know her. But I know her enough to have a little, you know, conversation passing her. And she's like the sweetest person. She works for government, always super helpful. Very nice lady. I understand that she just had surgery last week. Now she's going to be dealing with this tragic situation. The entire family is in mourning. Um, we need the government. Honestly, we need the government to step up and have something to say on this today, today. Don't delay. Let the people know what the plan is. RCIPS, we hear you from a media perspective saying, 
don't name names. Don't, you know, don't do anything to compromise investigation. We are trying to do our best to help you, but I'm telling you, we don't have 683 people logged on between Facebook and YouTube and another 107 on Instagram for no reason. And it's not because people necessarily love to hear me chat, although some of you may. Most of you are here because you're like, what the hell is going on? You need answers. And I'm not an elected official. I don't have the answers for you. Well, the elected officials may not have the answers either. But I believe that they should be having a direct conversation with the people of this country via an emergency press conference, along with the RCIPS. Tell us, RCIPS, what the plan is. Yes, you arrested someone by Wellis. Any charges yet? You arrested a guy down by, by CUC because the allegation is he was involved in um, another shooting incident. So all of these things are, are popping off, um, you know, left, right, and center. And, um, you know, I, I, don't even, I don't even know what to say, except uh, we need a plan of action. So the police need to come out with a plan. We know you guys are working behind the scenes and maybe there's not a whole lot that you can tell us. Uh, CE Banks is in agreement. Um, Alexa. Okay. I've actually got someone at the front door because Alexa has just informed me. Let me, let me take a quick commercial break. Um, let me just pull up my little song here now. Which one do I have available? Let me take a, a little commercial break. My apologies, folks. You know, people just be showing up. Um, give me one quick second. I need to Instagram, folks. I know you guys, you don't, I don't have the luxury of pulling up a song for you, but hold on. Um, I'll be right back. folks, my apologies for the interruption. Um, but yes, this is, a, this is a critical situation and critical situations require an immediate response. Um, ay, ay, ay. Okay. So listen, there is a video that's in circulation this morning of this young man. Um, You know, some people work the streets and they've worked the streets for many, many years. um, And they know a lot of what's happening in this country and other jurisdictions. They've worked with international agencies and so on before. And of course, they're also messaging this morning to say, listen, we have uh, plans of action 
on how to try to stem the flow of uh, guns into the Cayman Islands. But they wonder if the political arm and the police are just not listening, you know? Blake and Aaron said this morning, what about some undercover units? Well, most of the undercover people that would be working the streets, Cayman is a little small and this creates a problem. Because if you just undercover from the UK sitting at a bar and Vicks, Vicks bar, Everglow bar, well is, you're going to stick out like a sore thumb. So we do know that, that some of the undercover guys, um, and this is why the police was pissed off at you guys, because you were recording it, and then you were pointing out, oh yeah, you see that guy there? That guy is, um, he's an undercover He's an undercover guy in this undercover car. And the police are like, oh, now we have to, we got a problem. We got to, you know, they're, they're calling me, saying to me, take down the video. I'm like, you do know, first of all, that if I have the video, that means everybody came out already, I got it. Okay. So when you're saying, oh, there's a video that has been recorded and that's in circulation that identifies, not by name or anything, but shows your guys, shows undercover cars, and you're worried about that, um, getting into perspective, uh, getting out in the public, my apologies. You cannot then um, ask the media to not publish that video because that video of that incident out by A.L. Thompson's, I got that like a million times. That's already in wide circulation. I think what needs to happen, because you can't stop people when things are happening, when you're doing operation in, in the middle of the day, you certainly can't stop people from, um, you know, sharing that. You just need to make sure that you protect your guys. You need to ensure that if you have an operation in the middle of the day, you're using vehicles with plates you can quickly change Shit, you might even have to repaint your cars. Right now, this is where I'm like, I shouldn't have to tell the police these sorts of things. Uh, big shout out to everything 345. They did a meme yesterday that's kind of funny. Um, about, you know, the, the, the girl who does, um, I'm going to show it. Oops, that's the wrong one. Hold on. I'm going to show it to you guys here in a second. But she's the one on... Um, that show, um, oh God, what's the name of the show again? Oh, I always forget the name of it. Um, she does, she does that. She's like the little girl that sits behind the computer and she's like tapping on the computer and bringing everything up. What is her name? What's the name of that? Criminal Minds. So she's the, the young lady in Criminal Minds and they kind of did a little uh, meme of that. And they're like, yeah, this is Sandy in the morning show, boy. Uh, it was funny. I thought it was hilarious, actually. But listen, at the end of the day, you know, I'm, I'm an amateur. I don't pretend to be a detective. I'm not a detective. But sometimes I get a moment of clarity and a little bit of common sense. And so... You got to listen. I listen to the streets. That's how I know what's going on. I'm just listening to the streets. And boy, sometimes the chatter on the streets, like on the literal mall road, is on fire. People talking, people, listen, you know, came on already, everybody talking. 
So yeah, people talking. Natasha makes the point that it's not just Jamaica. No. Now, mind you, Jamaica uh, definitely has a very interesting criminal element. We import a lot of foolishness from Jamaica, including all this dance hall culture. You know that that's full of violence. And so I talk about it here in the show. And we kind of joke about, you know, the bleaching and how they dress and, you know, how they go on. But don't don't make no bones about it. That culture comes with a violent side. Right. Someone just said, listen to the lyrics of the dance hall music. It echoes crime, killing and praising adultery and immediate curfews required as well as immigration needs to scrutinize the type of people they allow into this country. I have said it before and I'm going to say it again. I'm going to say it very, very clearly. Immigration claims they're doing the best they can. I don't know about that. But I also know that we have a problem in this country with Caymanians importing the most undesirable people on this planet. If we have the most undesirable people in Kingston right now, you can believe a Caymanian and go find them. Of all of the million people living in Kingston, we can find the most undesirables and be trying to bring them here. What is wrong with our people? I do not know. Um, Yvonne says, so it's only Jamaica, just a question? No. So this is the point that, that somebody else is making. Natasha, I think it was. Honduras. You think we're not importing criminal elements from Honduras? Remember the time when it was popping off? This is way before my road started, but remember the time when it was popping off in the streets that we were bringing in? Uh, what, what's the name of that gang in Honduras? Um, 13 or Calle something or Calle Ocho or God knows whatever. Whatever it was. And their tattoos were on their bodies and sometimes they remove the tattoos because they're not trying to be um, as obvious. And a lot of times they don't even remove them because back then people in, in Cayman had no clue. They walked around with their um, branding, their gang branding, MS-13. Thank you. <laughs> MS-13, my apologies. And we like don't even have a clue. And we letting them in. And our fool, fool, men and women marrying them. Just could have got straight here. And so, yes, we're importing criminality. We have our own criminality. We're importing it. And it should it then be any surprise that we have this sort of thing happening? Two shootings in two weeks? I mean, come on, K-Man. This can't be for real. Seriously. Instagram, what's popping off on Instagram? So Lily says, uh, these wannabes don't even know hard life uh, when you have to fight for food and waste. Uh, like most countries, Colombia, Honduras, Jamaica, Trinidad, and Tobago, Caymanians don't know. Um, somebody else says, Katie has, Haiti has the biggest gun crime, uh, gun trade. Um, guns come in from Haiti, Trinidad. So many gangster islands research it. Um, somebody says when the guns come, where the guns come from, I'm not sure. Um, Jamaican, someone allow them through the borders and Jamaicans don't have the access at the borders. Um, somebody else said, you guys sit in offices and don't come on the streets. These gangsters, Caymanians out here be having, be having crazy. That was one comment. 
Uh, somebody else said uh, these is people, children, Caymanians, or family to each other. That's the sad part is, yeah, it's always somebody's family member, which Jamaican hurt Sandra. Really? Um, what is this? I'm Moise Johnson or whatever. Don't be stupid. This is not um, about anything like that. And you will be getting your behind block this morning. Um, nobody not blaming Jamaicans. Here we go again. Y'all getting up in your little feelings. Wah. Wah. We're talking about the reality of what happens. And violence isn't isolated just in the Cayman Islands. Violence is one of those things, folks, where there is cross-border violence. So I just said we have our own criminal elements right here in the Cayman Islands, and they are dealing with criminal elements in other places in the world. We are importing criminals. So yes, we import um, criminals. So this Amoy Johnson, of course, a fake account. Y'all can't even come at people real. Like seriously, making up accounts on Instagram. Childish. Uh, anyway, it's, it's very, very sad. Um, but you know, we, we have to curtail it as most problems go, there is no singular solution, you know, so you've got to attack this from different angles. So yes, immigration and lack of border control is an issue. That's how we're getting guns into this country. And that is how we're getting drugs and other things that are pushing the problem. Okay. So we need to address that. We, we need to hear some kind of border control plan, step it up at the borders. Now we have an entire unit um, that works along with border control, that that's their job. We need to have a press conference with interagencies like telling us uh, what, what's the plan, how y'all gonna step it up, okay? So police need to let us know there's some kind of street plan that yes, they're going door to door. They're looking for um, the the illicit drugs and guns that are out there. They're knocking on some doors. Cause listen, the police probably got a list of 25 people that they know are hardcore criminals and came on. And so, you know, they might not be able to get a case in terms of, um, putting them in jail, but they need to start doing some around the clock, Surveillance on these guys. Yo, yo, start deploying some high tech tactics, listening devices, whatever it takes. Do what you can to get these guys off the streets. You know who they are and you know what activities they're involved in. Take it to the next level. Don't always sit down waiting on other people to come to you with this, this, is what I, this is what I do. I must walk in police station. Officers, here's the entire case file for you to solve this murder. I've got all the forensic reports, eyewitnesses right here, this, that, the next thing. Case closed, here you go. That's what I sometimes I feel that is happening at RCAPS, and that's not how it works. There are people who will stand there and see a situation, and they do nothing. So it is unfortunate that this is, is what is happening in this country right now. You need to come up with some new tactics of how to get these guys off the streets. 
The other thing is we can't sit back and expect the police to do everything. And we know what's going on in the streets. Well, not not me, but y'all know what's going on in the streets. You're out in the streets. You know what's going on. And you're not helping the police. Because the bottom line is this. It's only a matter of time before it comes knocking on your door, your family member. This young man who was killed last night, we know his family, his uncles, right? He's, he's a Caymanian. Uncles, his sisters on the live stream. They're having to deal with this situation. The loss of a young man. I don't know anything about this young man, but this is, this is an incredibly unfortunate situation this morning. This should not be happening. Uh, here comes this woman, what? Woman who boss up talking about even the premiere effing a Spanish girl. Well, make sure you, you know which premiere you're talking about because it's not the current premiere. And that, what? So yes, Caymanians don't want the Caymanian women like you, Sandra. Well, enough of them. I don't want either. What's your point? No, sir. Anyway, Whatever. I can see the fools right on Instagram this morning. Mm -mm -mm. Joy watching from Texas. Thank you. Uh, Raven. So there was a mass shooting last night for those of you who are just joining the stream. Um, and uh, one young man is dead. Others in the hospital. The hospital is now in lockdown uh, telling staff to um, use only one entrance and they're going to be checking every single um, door and everything. <laughs> Tajawana says, you can't stop Jamaican, fix your country, Jamaican. People feel scared. Well, Okay. Um, Basil says the criminal element has evolved over the years for sure. Um, Queen, Queen Mel, Melanin wants to know how many Jamaicans have access to the borders. I'll wait. Well, you wouldn't know this because they come in and say, please stamp my passport. <laughs> I mean, um, every single boat that comes in here illegally, 99.9% .9 of those is actually um, coming in from Jamaica. So I don't understand your point. Like, do we not all know that that's a fact? Seriously? So woman WhatsApp says, um, I'm the most biased woman ever. She's salty bad. I might be salty, but I'm not biased. I'm talking the truth. I mean, no, sir. I guess I can see quite a few y'all going to be getting blocked here today. Um, someone says to bring in the DEA. Listen, it might not be a bad idea to bring in um, some assistance. It happens all the time, all over the world. And so, you know, uh, we might need help. Maybe our um, people that we have brought in don't have the necessary experience to deal with this situation. And, you know, just because you have gang experience in the UK, you think you might understand gangs in the Caribbean context, um, and you may not. 
And so maybe they need some help. Maybe they need to talk to um, not just the DEA in America, but talk to, to some agencies in maybe Honduras, although they don't necessarily have it under control, but they might be able to give them some advice on, on what to do. Um, Jamaica Defense Force, maybe they have some advice. I don't know, but I think whatever it is that we're doing just simply isn't working. And so we need some help. Um, yeah, boats come in all the time. Sometimes they catch them and sometimes they don't. You know what really I, I seem to be missing though? And again, this is my, um, my lack of, of understanding really is how is it possible? Um, how is it possible that we can have what, what sort of square miles around our borders and we are not able to monitor our, like I'm thinking, shoot, you have technology, satellites that can look at stuff halfway around the world. Why can't we um, deploy some technology to let us know every single time there's one of these small vessels in our waters? What am I missing here? Are you telling me that the technology really isn't that good. Queen says you don't need advice from Jamaica Defense Force because nothing good comes from Jamaica, remember? Ah, oh, poor you. What a mess. Um, so, I mean, I don't, I don't know. I don't know what the, you know, everybody, someone just mentioned on WhatsApp, uh, the Coast Guard is a joke. Well, it seems to be that we have a border control issue for sure. There is that. What else are we going to do in terms of... Um, trying to to get the existing guns that we have on our streets off of the streets. Oh my gosh. Woman, wah, boss up. You're getting all up in your feelings about Jamaican Cayman and that's not what it's about. You're about to get blocked. Come off the feed or go sit down and have some breakfast. You never had your oatmeal this morning, I want Go have some porridge because you know y'all get angry when you don't eat in the mornings. Oh, shoot. I need to take my tablet. Speaking of that, I need to go take my tablet because y'all going to make my pressure go up. Um, But y'all not easy, but don't worry. That, that block button y'all talking about, I be typing fast. Oh, that's so sad. Lord have mercy. So there is this video in circulation. Obviously, we will not be playing the video. It's very, very graphic. It's close up. His wife, I understand, was there. And the video captured him, uh, captured her, um, you know, practically holding her husband's dying body in her arms, saying, no, 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 he can't be dead. This is the reality of, of life right now for um, parts of Cayman. Someone says in reference to the Coast Guard, lucky if those people can tie a rope properly, we need an actual task force out on the waters. Somebody says they're here up in their feelings about Jamaica, but yet they're running from the same Jamaica. What is missing here? Mm -mm -mm. Um... What a mess. So someone said, um, good morning. Uh, 30 years ago, I made a suggestion, read drugs, et cetera. 
and was shut down. It will still work today. Meanwhile, the CIP, I think RCIP, need to get up from their chairs, come down from their towers in the Royal Bank building and get to some urgent work. Um, somebody else said the police are full of attitude and don't want to help. Good morning, Sandy. When I walked into the RCAPS, it seemed Jamaicans at the front desk full of attitude, unfortunately. They're full of attitude and they don't want to help. Um, somebody else said that people don't tell the police nothing because they call names. So of course, this has been an ongoing issue of concern. Another individual says, I'm one of those persons that have a lot of law enforcement experience working with international agencies spanning over two decades. Unfortunately, the dynamics of the police has changed dramatically over the last 10 to 15 years. It went from a force to a service and from proactive to reactive. A large number of the officers in the FRU and other specialist units are from Jamaica. And it is my belief that they're extremely hesitant to interact with and deal with the high level of Jamaican gunmen and drug dealers here because they're afraid of retribution against their family members in Jamaica. Now that's an interesting thought that I really hadn't thought about before. Um, MS-13 on a phone call, okay. At a 12 hour boat ride, one phone call and a 12 hour boat ride can get you a couple gunmen to our shores who don't GAF give a, you know, about anything except killing the person or persons that have crossed, that have crossed the, I think something missing from that. The responsibility of controlling the borders, although it falls under the newly named Customs and Border Control, really lies with the Marine Unit, which is now the CI Coast Guard. The Coast Guard should be patrolling around these islands consistently and not just lazily responding to search and rescue situations. Someone else said, uh, do we not have a very expensive radar in East End for that particular job? Is it in operation? Again, I don't know. I mean, I don't know. Right? So um, what I need to figure out is um, why these agencies are not telling us <laughs> what's out there and what they can do. Someone else says, we don't need a curfew. Please do not give that stupid cop any reason to try to justify further illegal imprisonment of the people of this country, especially as a result of his own failure. All we need is effective policing and crime fighting. Historically, all of these shootings take place in high crime areas where there's a marked police absence. Why do we have a heavily armed anti-gun crime unit if we aren't going to deploy these resources to prevent gun crimes? why not have them patrol these areas instead of walking or instead of waiting to react to something like this, then swoop in in their military grade equipment and methods so as to look like they're actually doing something. How about some proactive crime fighting for change? If they put as much effort and resources into gun crimes as they do into check-in vehicle coupons, we wouldn't have the problem. So I'm anxious to see what the COP answers to see what the COP answers this wave of violence with now, no doubt a curfew will be at the top of the agenda because that allows the police to control the country. And it also prevents us from seeing what they're doing or not doing uh, since they will assume that they have to do nothing as they did before, all whilst preventing us law-abiding citizens from exercising our constitutional 
guaranteed rights. All they need to do is increase armed police presence in known crime, high crime areas, which is where all of these shootings are happening, um, as has always been the case. But it seems that they're consistent. They're content to watch the local crime element shoot each other to rags. And if an innocent person has to get shot, then that's okay too, as long as they're not rich white folks, I suppose. So that was a very long comment, but um, that was one person's viewpoint. Uh, somebody else just said that the um, Coast Guard is short-staffed. Really? Y'all need to deploy some technology. That's what y'all need to do, talking about short-staffed. Um, I don't know none about that. Deploy. Someone said there's no radar. What? No radar? What are you talking about? Multi-million dollar financing in this country for stuff and we don't have a radar. Alric, you're joining us today. Over 718 people between Instagram and YouTube. I mean, sorry, between YouTube and Facebook, Instagram. Oh, the Instagram feed stopped. Hold on one second, Alric. Let me just restart Instagram. Instagram stops every hour because that's just how Instagram is. Um, so let's go live again on Instagram. Good morning, Alric. Good morning. How are you? Okay, I, I see you were live on the scene last night. Um, no, 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 not me. I was in my bed sleeping. Yeah. Um, we get all gonna pretend as if Jamaica alone is supplying all the firearms, encouraging the crime here full time. Now we let go of that narrative. Well, nobody said that, but. Like I said, I I would love to hear from the RCIPS. All the boats that come into this country, they um, sometimes are able to arrest people. They arrested one guy the other day. He started crying when they were going to put him in, in um, quarantine because he has to stay in isolation in prison. He was crying to the judge to please, please, please don't let me go in quarantine. I'm like, what kind of criminals are you guys? Like, seriously, you're crying because you're going to be in lockdown for 23 out of 24 hours? Like, seriously? But Jamaican, we have four or five on trial right now for illegally entering and bringing drugs. Where are they from? Jamaicans. I am not trying to make this an anti-Jamaican conversation. Everybody knows we as an island have very strong Jamaican connections, whether it's family, grandparents, parents, whatever. Half of us are one quarter or half or 100% Jamaican and trying to pretend like y'all Caymanians. My point is, if we can't even have an honest conversation about where the criminality, the ones that we import, because like I said, we have our homegrown criminals. And if you look at the homegrown criminals, hmm, I'm going to say 90% of those have a foreign connection, you know, but this isn't about that. Y'all are getting misguided. You're missing the point entirely. Because if you don't think there's certain amount of socialization that happens when it comes to violence in general, Caribbean people, right? The idea that you can have violence in your home, whether it's spousal violence, kids getting beat, all this kind of stuff, and it does not have an impact on the wider sense of things, um, then, you know, I, I don't know what y'all are trying to tell me. And this has nothing to do with us versus anybody else. But if we can't have an honest conversation, Alric, 
I mean, what are your thoughts on this? If we can't have an honest conversation about where the criminality um, begins and where some of it is actually imported from, will we ever get to resolution? Um, so I'll, I'll, I'll post something so that um, your, <clears throat> I'll post something so your viewers can see um, a report from 2006. Um, right. So what, what, sorry, I just realized it was um, from another news library. <laughs> Mm -hmm. um, so it's, it's, it's a 2006 report about um, people who are predisposed to criminality in the Cayman Islands. Mm -hmm. So this is 2006 and we're, we're in 2021. And one, one of the problem, problems is that when we have an event in Cayman, mm -hmm. we tend to make it a nationality versus right. nationality thing. But if you look at this report, you will see that from 2006, this mm -hmm. detailed report was prepared showing that the factors that may lead some people down a, the life of crime. And if you don't get a hold of these factors, and if you don't address some of the mental health issues that some of the young people have, then you're not gonna get to the root of the problem. So I, I understand what you're saying. The fact, the fact is where the canoe is coming from, where the guns are being smuggled from. Yes, those, those are, are facts you're pointing out, but what about our 2006 report on criminality? Why was it never addressed? To me, that's, that's mm -hmm. part of the problem as well. Mm -hmm. And, and so I, I posted the link on your on your on your page mm -hmm. so that your viewers can actually go and look at this criminality report yeah. and see what it says about the factors. The other problem is, and the, and this is why Alric, when we talk about the fact that um, you know violence has to be attacked from a three hundred and sixty perspective, you can't just say. Well, once we have the criminals, you know, we're going to lock them up. We're going to do this. We're going to do that. What are we doing to try to prevent crime? Which, you know, a lot of our efforts should be placed in that particular area. But, you know, we're 20 years, we're coming out 20 years too late. But listen, right now in real time, the next set of violent criminals are being groomed. They're growing up. They're one years old. They're in the mother's womb. They're not even born yet. And we're not getting to those families. We're not getting, so it's only going to get worse. 20 years from now, you know, this conversation that we're having about two mass shootings in a week is going to become our norm if we don't try to get ahead of the situation and implement some of those recommendations that was in that report. So I, I agree that we're not doing enough. Uh, we're putting a Band-Aid on the situation and we are trying to um, address it from the back end. So after the violence has occurred, th there's obviously that is required, but we also need social services, DCFS, teachers, um, programs in place. All of that stuff also has to be part of the solution. Yeah. I mean, 
Let's look at the reality. Now, where do cops get hired from, right? So, and who occupies the highest positions in the police force? Think about those things. If you have a situation where some police officers feel they're not making a decent wage and those police officers just happen to be from a certain area mm. and they're the ones who are not making the good salary. Let's look at the reality. Do you think that cop is going to go into a dangerous situation and risk his life? No, he's not going to do it. So that's why you have that. This is one of the reasons why you have crimes in Cayman and the cops showing up a lot later <laughs> because, you know, they, they, they never sign up for this and they're not getting paid for it. I mean, that, yeah. that's the reality. I mean, let, let's be honest, too. You know, most people do come to Cayman um, in the police force because they're looking to either soon retire or they do have this conception in their head that this isn't going to be hard work. Yeah. You know? Yeah. So, I mean, the other thing to appreciate is that guns are nothing new in Cayman. Yeah. You know, like, obviously, everybody knows, you know, like, when, when I was in middle school, that, that was the first time at around, what, 10, 11 years old. Mm -hmm. That was the first time I, I had one of those experiences where, you know, um, it was a legal situation where cops had come into my house. But can you imagine? Oh, sorry. Um, let me just say for the benefit of our Instagram viewers, because I keep forgetting that they can't actually see the same screen that YouTube and Facebook sees, and they're wondering who's that talking. Um, folks, that is Alric Lindsay. Um, from Georgetown South, and he's he's joining us this morning um, in the discussion. And you know, Alric has, I think, a wealth of, of information. As he says, this 2006 report has been tabled. How many years ago was that? What year are we in now? 2021. Um, yeah. How many years ago? Any mathematicians say 15 years? A 15-year-old report. A lot of people agree uh, that God knows how much millions we paid for is still underutilized um, and it delved into what are the, what, what was the name of the report, Alric? It's, it's the Yolanda Ford um, report on, on criminality, right? Mm -hmm. It's predisposing factors to criminality in the Cayman Islands. So the, you know, the, the people that grew up around this know that guns aren't anything new new to Cayman. I mean, uh, you know, I, I wasn't almost involved in a situation years ago where um, I think I had almost stepped in someone's foot. <laughs> and the thing is, if if you don't know what's going on in the background, mm -hmm. you 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 could get hurt. So what and in this situation what happened is the person went and called someone else mm -hmm. to, to sort of deal with me, right? Mm -hmm. But in it, this was over, you know, a stepping on the foot situation, right? But what what you don't realize is what's happening in the background, what's being planned in the background. And so in this case, they went and called someone, but it just so happened that the person, the person that they called knew me. And so mm -hmm. the, the way this situation ended was that I found out later um, so, so I, I bought the guy a drink and we ended up just talking it out 
And I found out later now that there was a gun in the car. So when the, these things just, just happen, you know. Um, so you, you stepped on somebody's foot, right? And then a phone call was placed that somebody needed to come and deal with you just because you stepped on somebody's foot? That's right. Um, Damn. And they watched and, and if that person didn't know you, you could have been a dead man just because you stepped on somebody's foot. Yeah, well, well, well that's true. I mean, um, you know, uh, it, it could have gone the other way, but it just so happened because of who I knew and the person knew me and then it just ended. I mean, mm-hmm. but it wasn't until later in the night when we had worked it out and we, we were just having a conversation mm-hmm. that it was actually stated, you know what, I had I had this in my back seat. <laughs> so, so, you know, um, but mm-hmm. obviously that, that, that's not my, you know, sort of first experience. My, my first, first experience with this was like in middle school. And what people don't realize is that it also has a, a psychological impact. Mm-hmm. So you start to feel like, you know, and my first situation was, you know, when, when my brother was involved in a shooting and that was my first experience. And people don't understand the psychological impact. You, you start to think stuff like, you know, like you don't trust cops. And because of certain things were said at the time, like you start to think like you don't trust the authority. And although that might not have been the issue at that time, because certain bad choices were made at that time, as a child, I was thinking, you know, I, I don't trust cops for what, what was said at the time um, they were looking for someone. And, you know, you, you, you carry that for the rest of your life, you know, mm-hmm. your, your distrust and, and the authorities. But that's the part that people don't get is that there's a mental side of the situation. So it's, it's a person, the person, there are other people who are impacted by gun violence, not just the person with the gun, not just the person being shot. There are other people around, there's family that have to deal with it, that have to grieve, um, you know, so there's a, there's a lot of mental, you know, stuff that's going on that like mm-hmm. nobody's addressing. And some of this could have been addressed, like you said, 15 years ago, mm-hmm. when, when you look at these reports, because remember now, if the report was done 15 years ago mm-hmm. and it was done about young people. Mm-hmm. But, so those kids were 15 and 14. So they're, they're, they're like, they're like 30 years old now. Right. So that's the significance you you we addressed this 15 years ago and mm-hmm. then we allowed it to fester as as you can see all the money has been spent on other things mm-hmm, but mm-hmm. Li- little money has been sent been spent on the mental health as you can see for a lot of these standard health insurance contracts um they don't really cover anything so when when you have a, a, a mental issue or you're you're struggling with something in Cayman, but you only have a standard health insurance contract, what does that get you? You're mm-hmm. depressed, you have anxiety. What does it get you? You get like one visit 
to the ear, to the doctor. Meanwhile, things like anxiety and depression, they are the highest frequency in terms of mental issues in Cayman, but they're not, they're not dealt with, right? So yeah. we're able, we just push a lot of stuff under, under the rug. Oh, I don't live there. I don't live once apart. You know, I don't live Scran, so it doesn't it doesn't affect me. Of course, it's going to affect you eventually because you know what? After we um, kill enough of each other, we yeah. think we're going to do. They're yeah. going to go into the gated community too and, and start doing the same thing. Mm-hmm. But the sad thing is, this is only going to be addressed when you know some someone they say who is important gets hit, right? Mm-hmm. Then they're going to say. Or we have a problem. We need to do this, this, and this. But like I said again, 15 years ago, this report was produced, and the same people that they identified then, some of those same people are now having issues, and some of those same people, they're 30 years old now. Can you imagine living 15 years with no assistance, none of your issues being addressed? Mm-hmm. You're a grown man now. You're thinking that this is the only way you know how, you know. And I'm not making an excuse. I'm not making an excuse for anyone. I'm just saying we addressed these things a long time ago and just did right. nothing. So um, so here, here we are. Here's and the original report. Somebody actually sent me a copy of it. Predisposing Factors to Criminality in the Cayman Islands, Research and Written by Yolanda Ford, Consultant Criminologist. Submitted to the Honorable Samuel Bulgin, QC, June of 2006. And he's still um, Attorney General. And uh, ironically, not much has changed. Um, I wonder how much Yolanda Ford got paid for this report and to do this research that has been largely ignored. Tracy says, says, I'm with you, Sandra. The government and RCIPS must make a statement today to address the shooting the shots in general and what steps are being taken to ensure that um, this is being dealt with and to reassure the country, the community, the country's not even open. We have a rise in crime, several accidents, increase in prices on all things. This is not helping attract or aid the tourism industry should anyone wish to go to Cayman. Folks, um, let me just remind you that you can participate in the conversation. Uh, We do have the link available. I'll put it in the comment section if you wish to call in. All right, folks. Um, so again, if you're just joining the program, uh, we've had to once again um, redivert our conversation to something completely different than what we had planned uh, because we give you what's happening in real time, what's happening on the streets. So um, everything else takes back seat to the fact that we've had two mass shootings in the past week. Um, a few people said to just ignore those people on Instagram. You know how we ignore them? We penalize everybody. So soon we're going to just lock down the Instagram comments completely because Nobody has time for the ridiculousness. Um, Marshall says that he doesn't know why people are getting all up in their feelings when they know the truth. Um, there's crime all over the world, but the closest country to Cayman is Jamaica, so figure that out. And you'll know where most of the guns and drugs are coming from, I'm just saying. That's, um, um, uh, sorry. 
Marshall joining us from North Carolina. Roderick is here. Good morning, Victoria. Says um, from responding to Bluff to See because the requirements to move here is over one million in the bank or 180k a year. What good cop has that in the bank? Uh, uh, Sabrina says, call him as you see him, Sandy. Travis, good morning. Says no Caribbean countries build guns, but the Caribbean countries are full of guns. Very interesting point. Um, Nicholas says the conversation won't change the price of flour. So I'm going back to work. <laughs> to my fellow Jamaicans, if someone doesn't point a finger or say all you Jamaicans or something along that line, just ignore it. People say whatever they want and it won't ever change. Ask most of these people saying they hate Jamaicans, why they do. Most won't have a good reason. Work your money, save your money and go home. But nobody is saying that they hate Jamaicans. I am Hello, morning, Cece. Morning, Cece, girl. Good morning. I, people, you say one thing and people hear what they want to hear. You know what I'm saying? All you have to do is mention Jamaica. And all of a sudden, even if you said, oh my God, Jamaica is the best place in the world. Oh, Sandy used the word Jamaica. Oh my God, she must be hating on Jamaica. It's like, listen. With they are the, just stupid. Like, they Good morning, Sandy. Good morning, Alvin. Morning, Cece. I like Good your morning. new um, profile picture there looking very nice. Thank you. I just want to say that if opportunities are not open, for these young people, this is what they're going to resort to. And like you say, it will never end. It's yeah. hard for Caymanians to get jobs. Some of them don't want to work. Some of them expect government to mind them till the end of the world. But you have Caymanians that genuinely try to get employment and are not successful. So they turn to drugs and guns. What quicker way for you to make money if it's not selling drugs on the street? You have a lot of drug addicts. What quicker way to make money if it's not robbing people? And it's really sad that this is what they have to turn to. When are we going to put our young people first? You understand? We are the future. And I'm saying I'm going to rob out there. Come on now, that my reputation. That that You understand? I can't mess up my reputation because, well. But then look at it. People, are, people have mouths to feed. Young young people doesn't have no training out there, no help, no moral support, you know, like people just look down on them and class them and they're not getting no form of help. What is there or what is going to be put in place so that our kids does not have to turn to drugs, violence, guns and all of this madness. Now, I want to address everyone that's saying about Cayman is blaming Jamaica. Come on now. Y'all listen. Y'all know darn well Caymanians going to Jamaica and get what they need, get and bring it in. Where Jamaica exporting them from, we don't know. But that is the connection. That is the link. Nah, ask Christ. So stop acting like Jamaica. And, see, and then people in the comments saying about they never see bad mind until they come Cayman. Who sing more about bad mind in Jamaicans and who and a bigger bad mind in Jamaica? That way the killing coming off from Caymanians trying to be like Jamaicans. Who you see started broad daylight killings? You understand? Like Caymanians are trying so hard to be like Jamaicans. You have criminals everywhere in the world. Everywhere. Nowhere is perfect. So just stop the blaming game. They need to stop. What they need to talk about is their cousins that hide these machines that bigger than the police force. Nothing are getting no lower. Everything is getting higher. I mean, if I don't want to shoot up the place, shoot bullets in the air, the rich areas so they can bring down the prices of lands and houses so we can afford them. Shoot y'all killing off one another. When all we have is one another, then I'm not going to complain about 
um, people bringing in exports from as far as Afghanistan for dishwasher. They gonna have to do that if they killing off Caymanians. Some more they gotta wash the dishes. Some more they have to clean the bathrooms. Some more they have to do it. We um, really need something in place for young people. Alwick, can you send me the link on WhatsApp? Because there are a number of people who are trying to access it and they're saying it's not working. So if we can see how to share the link separately, um, that would be good. Um, what a hot mess. Del Roy says, I can't fathom why there's not a radar system in place and a requirement as such where all vessels entering or leaving Cayman Islands have to report to Harbor Master. Uh, this can be best streamlined by a requirement where all vessels being... Yeah, I mean, listen, Del Roy, legal vessels know that that is a requirement, but the illegal vessels don't care about what your requirements are to come in. So they come in in the wee hours of the morning under the cover of darkness. So that's fine to have um, those things in place, but that isn't what is actually going to happen in terms of um, the individuals who are seeking to circumvent the law. They're not going to check in with the harbor master and be like, oh, I'm here with my boatload of drugs and marijuana, cocaine, or whatever else that they're bringing in. So yeah, unfortunately, that doesn't happen. Um, what a hot mess. Okay, so um, Jasara says they would kill you for anything bad. Mining came out as a hell of a thing. Make I tell you that. Mm -mm. Andrew says that black people just very dark and illiterate. Hashtag facts. Uh, thank you, Alric, for that. Um, in the 80s and police coming tear up cars, house and all. Well, it didn't seem to stop it. I mean, we talk about these. Um, uh, okay, so this is a downloadable link looks like. We talk about these. It's a 273 page report, folks. And I think every person came on, maybe this should be the first book in our book club, because I think we all need to read this with a, trying to gain some level of, of understanding here. Um, Ms. Darlene says, that's a fact he's stating. I saw very similar happening from way back in the 90s, just for stepping in a person's sneakers that was white and they messed them up. That's real. DJ Yo-Yo, thank you for joining in. He says, dig deep. The issue is bigger than that. Uh, this is what comes after country running out of opportunities and people getting desperate and the other end and yet we get the royal cayman islands police service worrying about open operation quaker and issuing speeding tickets full food roadblocks expired coupons instead of do real police work they're ticketing people for driving while on their phones but when you see them driving a police car while on their phone who tickets them well <laughs> Um, DJ Yo-Yo, no doubt you bring up some um, very interesting points, but I don't, I don't knock Operation Quaker Oats or whatever the heck they want to call it. I think those operations are necessary because believe it or not, a lot of times they end up inadvertently by mistake, catching some more serious criminals um, through those types of operations. So, you know, the, those stop and seizure operations have their place. There's been a lot of road accidents and road fatalities because people are also out there drinking and driving, doing other things. You shouldn't have to sacrifice addressing crime as a whole just because, okay, we have Operation Quakers, Quaker Oats or whatever is going on in this one corner. That shouldn't impact your ability to control your borders, to secure your borders, to still have a serious um, incident task force, 
looking at all of these unsolved murders, drug incidents, blah, 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 work in the streets. Like, I don't think that you have to give up one for the other, especially when we have how many police officers, Alric? We have a lot. And we, we throw a lot of money at policing in Cayman. So I don't know that they have to give up checking coupons to do other stuff as well. Was that report put out in the public, said Jess? Yeah. This report is as long as, I don't know, well, 15 years ago. I keep hearing about this report a gazillion times. And the fact that people think it's something new, I think is shocking. I, I do blame the political arm for not taking this report seriously. And quite honestly, um, for not making sure this should be required reading for every man, woman, and child in Cayman, let's be very, very honest. Because we all have to be part of the solution. We can't just sit back and said and say, well, the authorities are gonna fix this. And the meanwhile, y'all raising little criminals. Right? Somebody's raising these kids. They don't raise themselves. Well, yeah, let me think about that. They probably do raise themselves. But you know what I'm saying? They're growing up in households with at least one parent, a grandparent. They're being exposed to the, you know, craziest life ever. So as Caymanians, we first and foremost do have to take responsibility. I don't know what happened to Cece, by the way. I think her call dropped. But we have to take responsibility for what is happening in our own communities. We can't continue to blame other people. I think understanding the complexities of this isn't just a Cayman issue. This is a global issue. This is an international issue and there are connections. So I'm telling you that there, there are people in the know who are watching situations developing in other jurisdictions, including Jamaica right now, who are saying that this will have a direct impact on the flow of drugs in Cayman, on the criminality, on the murder rate, et cetera, et cetera. Nobody lives in a vacuum. That's why I never understand, like when we report regional news, y'all be pretending like, um, oh, why is Sandy talking about news elsewhere? Because you don't live in a vacuum. We live in a big world together and we're all interconnected. We say that um, the US sneezes or catches a cold. No, the US sneezes and we catch the cold. Well, Jamaica, eat a bad patty, we get in diarrhea. Same thing, however you want to explain it. We all are interconnected and it just is what it is. Um, Alric, do you think most politicians have even read this report? I'm just curious. Um, uh, I, I'm, I'm assuming some of them have. Um, the thing is, if you feel like it's not your problem, then you don't deal with it. So right. I, if you don't live in these areas, if we're issues have been identified where kids have been identified in those areas. If you don't live there, then you think it's not your problem. So yeah. I, I suspect that some have read it, but you know, where, where, where were the marches then, right? 2006, right? Where, um, where were the protests then, you know, to, to get such a serious issue addressed. So, I don't know how many have read it, but I'm pretty sure some of them have. Hi. Um, another person says that um, this is going back to the fact that they were saying that the Coast Guard is short-staffed. Once they can get run point on Sundays and watch women in swimsuits, they fine. <laughs> okay. All that commissioner doing is bringing his friends 
and have no experience about the Cayman Islands or Caribbean waters, and they need to put back um, some from Barbados police in charge. Uh, they come here to make money in luxury, not working. Radar doesn't work. Um, something goes in and out when he wants to. Oh, a certain person they just named go in and out when he wants to. What a mess. Um, so radars don't work. No, sir. What a hot mess. Well, um, I don't know, I mean, what the solution is. A lot of people are saying, bring back the Caymanians, bring back the Bayesians. I mean, listen, I don't really care who you bring back, but I think obviously what's happening isn't working even in terms of border control. And there is a concern that a lot of people are working in those areas who don't have the relevant experience. There was a case a couple, um, maybe a month or so ago, in Cayman Brack, for example, which y'all know, y'all know there's a whole separate drug trade in Cayman Brack, right? That's another hot mess of a situation because we hear that those people there do whatever they want. And if you think it's uh, it's not going to be a matter of time before they're going to start having these types of incidents in Cayman Brack, uh, don't be surprised. So right now everybody in the Brack feeling a little bit on the safe side, like, oh, I'm running from Grand Cayman and I don't like the big city. It's going to eventually come to the Brack as well because the drug trade, my understanding is, in Cayman Brack is just rampant. And the police know who's doing it. Of course, they're so much smaller. Nobody definitely not talking there. And uh, the police feel like they can't say or do anything because then they get removed and another officer comes in. And, you know, they have to live amongst these people. So it's a very, very challenging situation. Um, Alice says, Sandy, I only see Alric and Kenneth coming on addressing the issue that is happening here. Where are the other MPs and elected members um, who wasn't elected? Who wasn't elected? Well, I don't know who else is here. Um, oh, they're not in this program. I don't know where else they're talking, where else they're at. But I think that um, definitely um, we do have an issue of people not even want to talk, don't even want to talk about this. And this, this is a problem. If you cannot have a frank and open discussion about what's happening, and that's one of the reasons why on this program, this is called the Cold Hard Truth, we talk about it whether you like it or not. We're not being really business because I think that if you can't even talk about it and try to figure out what, what's really going on here, uh, what, what hope is there? I mean, honest to God, what are we going to do? Let's go to some Instagram. Lily Bell says, Cameron Brack is all right. Those old people um, still ill, got their firearms unlocked. No lie, I have seen some real bush weed and Cayman, some salt water weed. Um, somebody is laughing at the rum point comment, says, what a hot mess. Radars do work, says another person. Salts uh, and pray. Well, listen, I can only tell you what the street's saying. I, I not, I'm not in the streets, but I can tell you what the streets are saying. And the streets are saying that Cayman Brack has a drug problem and that even government workers are out on the streets as part of the distribution line. That is well talked all over the street. The Cayman Brat Mall Road done reach Cayman, Grand Cayman Mall Road. So I'm telling y'all what I'm hearing on the streets. And I don't know what the police can do about it, but now is the time to address it, you know, before it gets like what we have going on here. Um, did you ever think in your lifetime, Alec, that you would see a mass shooting in Cayman with a machine gun? Um, what, what? No. I, I didn't think that, but I, I I would have imagined that since guns have been quite common among young people since I was young, 
I would have imagined that the type of gun would have changed, but I guess I wouldn't have thought that it, it would have been a machine gun. What was that? Was a machine gun used in this case? That's what the streets saying, my brother. I can't yeah. tell you what the streets are saying. I don't know. Um, I don't know what type of gun it was, but I mean, is what, what I'm trying to say is um, th this is not something new. I, I know some people are acting like they're surprised, but young people having guns is, is nothing new in mm -hmm. Cayman. Um, we, we just turned, you know, it, I keep saying, we say it's not our problem. I'm hearing it was an AK-47. That's what my, my um, security sources are saying. Yeah. Well, we keep saying it's not our problem. It's not our problem. You know, un until it happens to one of us or someone we know, you know, then it's a problem. So I don't know when we're going to actually look at the things that are in front of us and, and actually start resolving them, you know? Um, are, are we going to look at it when a rich investor comes here and he gets into trouble and then he, then he, he raises the issue as a deep concern and then we're going to say, well, we have to protect our investment. Mm -hmm. And is that when we're going to address the issue? Probably. Because, because remember, remember what we did with the um, West Bay Corridor? If you commit a, a gun-related offense on the West Bay Corridor, a.k.a. the touristy area, you will get sentenced to a longer, um, we passed that law. You will, and I think it was... Um, Winston Connolly that pushed for that. He was one of the legislators when he was in that pushed for that. But you will get sentenced with a longer jail time than if you go down in Scranton, Central, you know, all of the local areas and commit an offense with a, a gun. Um, you won't get the same sort of sentence than if you do it in the touristy area. And already, to me, that was a very clear indication of, wow, there is going to be a humongous divide in this country of um, you commit criminals crime against the elite areas, um, tourists, you know, high class areas, whatever, you will be treated differently. All gun crimes should carry the most serious um, consequences, not just not an increased crime, uh, increased sentence, my apologies, if you do it um, just in a specific area, such as, you know, a touristy area. Yeah. Um, I, I don't know. I mean, I, I, I hate to see, you know, our own young people killing each other. Um, I, I hate to see that. Um, you know, I, I know there are a lot of opportunities for positive things for people to be involved in. You know, a, a lot of young, young people get involved in those positive things. But we also have the other side where there are young people who are ignored when it comes to what's happening in their life and their issues and jobs and et cetera, et cetera. That's the other side of the equation. People are being ignored. When you look at rehabilitation in Cayman, you, I know there are programs at the prison, carpentry, um, mechanic, those programs are in the prison. But the issue is, in, in many occasions, when you leave prison and people see that you have a certain offense on your, you know, on your record, 
they're not going to hire they're not going to hire you so that that's you know another issue as well again i'm not making excuses for anyone um i'm just saying that these are some of the realities if it's on your record you probably won't get a job and then if you don't get a job what do you do then right you you go back into the system you go back into the system you get in trouble back in prison uh you know rehab but it's probably not entirely effective and you know um prison culture is another culture as well right so uh the, the world has moved on while you're in prison as well when you talk about technology yeah. when you come up if you've been in prison for a long time you come out of prison and then you act, you also have to catch up with um with a technology in order to just do, do your job as well i mean there's a lot of stuff happening man it, but the, the problem is that the things aren't being addressed. That's a real issue. Not addressing the issue, turning a blind eye to it. You know, it not happening to me, happening to someone else, it happened in another neighborhood, not my neighborhood. You know, just, just address the issue, you know. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. All right. So we've got some comments here. Miranda says, no jobs for Caymanians, people desperate, people hungry, no jobs available, only selling drugs. Um. Uh, Andrea says, this is not new here. Only thing is, there wasn't any moral road to bring it to light. Cayman 27 never used to report in certain things. Tracy says they need to bring in the UK Met officers as they won't have any relations. The police down here won't arrest family. Um, but Tracy, the majority of police and the police force now are not Caymanians. So I don't think that that's what's going on any longer. Um, but like someone mentioned earlier, even bringing in Jamaican police officers might not be the solution because they know the elements that are here and how they're connected to people in Jamaica. So they themselves might not want to make any waves because, you know, the long arm of criminality can reach people in Jamaica, just like, you know, how they come in on a boat and carry out things here and then get back on a boat. So remember the police officer, uh, the prison officer that was recently arrested. Where's that case? We haven't heard any updates from the authorities on where that is, but a lot of people are saying, he might have been singing, but he's not going to sing on the big boys involved in transporting drugs into the prison because he, again, is from Jamaica and he has family there that he probably has to be very concerned about. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, you know, we've got a lot of English officers on the force. I don't know that they always have a clue what's necessarily going on. I guess they, they try to listen and they try to understand as best they can. But bringing in more Met officers may not be the solution that we need. Um, I don't know. Cece, what happened to you? You dropped out on the call. I don't know where you went. Yeah, I mean, bringing in more officers doesn't change the issue. If, for example, if if I get 100 officers from the UK and, and I pay them a higher salary than the Caribbean officers, and I also make sure that the UK officers are the ones that are promoted. If if you do that, then you're not going to change the, the crime result then because you're going to have a certain group of officers that feel that their morale is low. They're not getting paid to do this. They're not getting paid to address high crime. They're not Those officers are not going to expose themselves to high crime situations. Mm-hmm. So when someone says bringing in more officers, the act of bringing in more officers won't necessarily change anything, especially if you treat officers differently based on their backgrounds. If, if, 
if the if the Caribbean officers are not being promoted, their morale is not being incre increased, but the other officers are getting paid better, they're living seven mile beach or wherever. If you have this difference in treatment within the police force itself, then that, that affects morale. And that that is one of the driving factors to determine whether you're gonna go into that dangerous situation. Why would you expose yourself to that situation if you feel as an officer also that you're not being treated properly? Mm -hmm. So again, we we just we're not addressing issues, you know. Mm -hmm. Um, I know I keep saying it over and over again, but that's what it is. We we just think that it's not our problem. Mm-hmm. Mm -hmm. So um, Louis says a nautical vessel surveillance should be the normal. Coast Guard should be part of border control. Uh, well, Coast Guard was just formed. Um, I guess they don't fall under border control, but obviously they're um, agencies that should be working very, very closely together. I don't know how well it's working out, but um, Cece says she's here fasting in the comments. Well, she's back on the show now. Uh, someone else sent us a WhatsApp message saying that the last um, prison officer that agreed to sing was killed. His name is Lake. Um, this one was taking drugs into the prison for, and then they name a certain known criminal who was incarcerated at the time. Um, I don't remember that situation when that happened, but um, there you have it. Somebody else wants the link to join. Hold on one second. Um, Cece, you're back. Yeah, what I want to say, right, Sandy, is that the problem is you have Caymanians officers that have been with the force for years and they don't get a promotion. You understand? You have officers that do romp in a man. You have Caymanian officers that have this island best interest at heart, but they're being shunned. They're being blocked from opportunities again. How is it you won't see a post being open for chief or, or sergeant or all these stuff and you're going to bring in an expat to fill that position and you have qualified, capable Caymanians that can do the job. What expat know about Cayman that a Caymanian do know about where they were born and raised? This uh -huh. is we need to start from the actual problem, which is the police force. Cause that not supposed to mean Cayman Royal Police Force. That's supposed to mean Jamaica's Royal Cayman um, Station. Because they're not hiring Caymanians. Look at simple job as um, community safety officers. They're hiring Jamaicans for the post. What what we why Caymanians can't do that job? What kind of degree or CXC or, 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 or level you need to do a safe a community safe the officer job? It's one friend helping another friend. That's where the corruption begins. And we need to, if we're gonna deal with the problem, we need to do a clean sweep, come right up mm. from police, immigration, from, from customs, the ever government entertain. Because it friends, helping friends get through and do what they need to do. They pick and choose who to make abide by the law and who to get blamed um, mm -hmm. by breaking the law. And it's rubbish. We can't um, see Elizabeth says it's a buddy system going on at the RCAPS. Sadie um, says exactly the price of guns and type of weed. Um, good morning, Louisa. Good morning, Nathania. Um, let me see here. Alice says, we can't keep putting the blame on the police officers. We, the people, need to step out and speak up as well. Well, I think, I think Alice, we need to do more than step out and speak up. We need to make sure that we're not part of the problem, that like we're not raising criminals. I mean, <laughs> let's be honest here. 
Sam, do you remember the time where police had confiscated so much weed and, and it had got stolen from the police station? No, tell Yeah, me. they always getting stuff stolen up in that jail. I okay. mean, it's happened a few times. You still not say the police um, not a problem? All right, let me read a comment here. Um, let me see. So this person reminds us that this idea of um, informers um, being targeted isn't anything new. So they had mentioned that there was, um, you know, a former prison officer who was killed. The officer was convicted in exchange for doing his time in his home country instead of here by the prison. He agreed to give evidence against a certain known criminal again in the prison. He was shot by his house by so-and-so right here in Cayman. Um, mm -mm. It's hard going back in the comments. Lord, have mercy. What a mess. Uh, we got Jared joining the conversation. Good morning, sir. How are you? Morning, Miss Sandra. What, what go on? What go on? Nothing, nothing. Um, Miss Sandra, I hear in what um Alric and CC are saying, mm -hmm. and I a hundred percent agree with them. But what also brings to mind is that I recall the National Drug Council mm -hmm. did a survey in like twenty twelve, and every student had to answer pretty much like, okay, how are you familiar with drugs? Do you mm -hmm. have a single parent? A report was also done, and nothing was done. Um, mm. to bring to light also, Caymanians are having a hard time finding jobs mm -hmm. because what companies are doing is that everybody is putting a Caymanian in an intern position and mm -hmm. just holding them in that position without mm. even moving them up. Um, in terms of the crime, I do recall mm -hmm. a situation in 2012 where we had a lot of mass shootings. I don't mm -hmm. know if anybody remembered that. What was it? I'm trying to remember now. Help me help me remember. Were, were those mass shootings or there were just multiple shootings? So a mass okay. shooting by definition is when you have more than one person shot at a, a single incident. So last night, my understanding is even the barmaids got shot. At least two barmaids got shot. Somebody oh, just said something about man. the hospital. It's complete chaos this morning. But I don't know, but I think the one in 2012 was gang related, but not mm -hmm. yeah. crime were happening and, you know, people, people died. The thing yeah. at the end of the day is that I think the attitude that has to be taken is that every Caymanian must learn and every Caymanian should learn. Because what this is all attributed to is the breakdown in when people don't get qualifications. And I, I do see the side effect of like, oh, when you get qualifications, you can't get a job. So to a Caymanian, this situation can look very defeating. You have a master's, you have a bachelor's, you have associates, and people telling you, say, you're overqualified. So the likelihood mm -hmm. of the average Joe to say, okay, well, let me go try see if I can get a little thing and get a job when the, the government mm -hmm. isn't really like putting their foot down. Now, when it comes to the RCIPS, Miss Sandra, they, mm -hmm. they do their job but they're not physically present. The amount mm -hmm. of accidents that are on the road, it indicates the presence of the police and they are not doing it. The only time mm -hmm. they want to do something is when they want to do a special operation, Quaker or whoever, that they're not going to work. The police officers need to get out on the road and be there and say, okay, what's going on? Walk the mm -hmm. beat consistently. 
because mm-hmm. people are having accidents because they know oh nothing bad going to happen this and that great tea Mm-hmm. But my, my thing is, unfair treatment is going on right across the board because how is it they can dig up the past in records of Caymanians, but they hired a whole police officer that was on tra- a murder trial back in his country? You understand? Caymanians yeah. are being blocked. Nah, it's yeah. crazy. Look at the next officer that was involved in the robbery. Mm-hmm. You understand? Like, mm-hmm. come on. You don't hear this fool kind of foolishness with Cayman officers. Mm-mm. They they're too frightened for expats. They need to hire yeah, and train yeah. Caymanians. See where they bring in these expats and train them. They need to train Caymanians. Mm. All right. Here's another yeah, comment. Um, yes, my dear. Go ahead. Yeah. Go ahead. Go ahead, Jared. Sorry. Oh yeah. So what I was also saying is that I know it's kind of a bit early to say. Oh well, you know what is the PAC gonna do um mm-hmm. they, they're gonna have to do something they're gonna have to step up to the plate because you see when you're in the big boy arena you gotta deal with the big boy thing so there's a lot of problems that they have inherited from successive governments that they're gonna mm-hmm. have to address i know notably um juliana honorable juliana connor connelly bumped up education you know money so, so that's mm-hmm. a step in the right direction the Honourable Premier need to sit down with the Commissioner of Police and say, listen, get your officers on the road. And I'm asking you, I'm telling you. And, you know, of course the Governor going to feel that way, but we all know the Governor is there. We came on is no, the Governor is there is just being there. But the mm-hmm. Governor, at the end of the day, really going to know how to fix the Caymanian problem if you don't have a Caymanian at the head of the thing. And, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, we're going to have to take a community attitude mm. towards it at the end of the day. So if you see somebody smoking a spliff, you're going to have to say, listen, don't do that, you know. Mm. Stay away from that. You know, there are social programs out there like Youth Parliament, the Cadet Corps, the the Girls' Brigade, Scouts. We, we have mm-hmm. to have that community attitude of making sure that we don't lose any Caymanian children because the way how I see it, CC, Sandra, and Mr. Alric, is that the more you have Caymanians fall by the wayside, is the mm-hmm. more you're going to have expatriates coming and creating their own little subset of community, which is not a problem. But the more Caymanians you have fall aside, is the more expatriates going to come. Nothing mm-hmm. wrong with the expatriates, but the other day, expatriates bring their own problems. And yeah. Caymanians have I to mean, I mean, the, the thing about it is, um, you know, we can't have these subsections created. And I guess they exist in all, all societies around the world. But you cannot have a situation being created where Caymanians are feeling like they are the most disenfranchised in their own country. Because if we don't think we have opportunities here and we can't get a job in our own country, where are we going to go to find opportunities or to create opportunities? I think that that is a serious dilemma. Um, we have Rhonda who's listening to the program. Rhonda says, good morning, Sandra. Thank you for bringing what's going on right now. Prison guards that was selling drugs to the prison or staying in apartments in a neighborhood. Um, little Cayman boy get caught up with weed and they're going to prison for a long time. Police are afraid and the politicians bully the people and sometimes beat them up. What? My God, we are, my God, we are in a mess. That's news to me. Nigel says, Alwick talk to things. You have UK officers being paid better than Caribbean officers and they're doing less work and no work. 
the UK style of policing isn't working. You all are on point this morning. There are systems and technology that can be used to help monitor activity um, around the island's water. However, it's a costly system. Al Ray, good morning. Morna, good morning. Morna reminds us that the hospital's on lockdown. Um, Yo-Yo, thank you so much for your comments. My gosh, I can't even keep up with the comments this morning. Uh, we have one comment that has come in via um, WhatsApp, and it says, the worst part of all of this is regards to the shooting as far as recourse go, we only have three ambulances and the emergency room is too small uh, for all of this. Hmm, another consideration. Plus, um, the emergency room has to cater to everyone else having an emergency, not enough resources. Police have resources and they need to be more visible on the streets. The Coast Guard is a joke. Lucky if those people can tie a rope properly. We need an actual task force on the waters. I get everyone talk about RCIPS and CBC, but what about the medical response? We don't have the resources. The hospital is a mess this morning with security and police, people outside the front entrance trying to get up to see their loved ones all because of this foolishness. Wow. So I'm sure that the um, personnel, physicians, nurses, administrators at the hospital are stressed out. Thank God, I was supposed to have an appointment this morning at 11 o'clock, but that got canceled because that doctor is in emergency surgery. Thank God, because I don't want to be, as a matter of fact, I'm supposed to go Monday, I probably cancel that appointment myself. Because listen, the shoulder not feeling that bad, doc. I'll talk to you another time. Um, Sabrina says, take him to Shetty. I don't know if Shetty wants him. But um, I guess Shetty being a private hospital, he can decide who he's going to take and who they're not going to take. Why were there two Caymanians that knew what they were doing kicked out of the Coast Guard? Mm -mm -mm. Coast Guard, any responses? Jared, are you still with us? Uh, yes, I'm still here. Okay. Any final thoughts on this, uh, Jared? What, what do you think? What were right, we really going on? What's the okay, solution? Okay, well, well, to sum it up, I would encourage every PACT and government and opposition to read the Yolanda Ford report. I've read it, and it's a clear indicator that what she highlighted is coming to fruition. Um, I would encourage Mr. Alric to help tell his friends to hey, fund mental health, because I know the, the mental health department is barely holding, holding things together with all the issues that they see on an ongoing basis. There needs to be more funding and there needs to be more encouragement of people taking active involvement in social programs and people need to take the attitude of you know it's not what Cayman can do for me mm -hmm. uh oh did we lose you all right, so Instagram people complaining that they're not getting their comments read. So let's have a look at this while Jared comes back online. Folks, don't forget that you can just click on a link and join the program at any time. One person says Cayman has way too many human rights. So the police can't do ish. Is that the problem? I'm not so sure that that's a problem. But um, majority of these officers in the Cayman Islands are retired from their home country, says Lily. Post-retirement mode. Um, Robbie says snitches get stitches. Um, clearly that is something that needs to change. Stop passing around the video of the youth, please. 
unfortunately, there is a video that is in circulation. We've received it multiple times of the young man. Um, we will obviously not be showing that video. And uh, yes, people are circulating it. It's very, very sad. Um, shows him basically on the ground of the bar um, after he'd been shot and his poor wife literally crying over him saying that he can't be dead. He can't be dead. Our condolences to the family this morning. Hospital's a mess. This country's a mess. Um, it, it's just unbelievable. Okay, um, so please, yeah, I mean, I know it's it's already in wide circulation, so I don't even know if it makes any sense to say to stop circulating it because it's already out there. Lily says a military-style camp to be an island discipline is the key. Um, I don't know who's supposed to be the Sasquatch. Uh, okay. All right. We've got people joining the live stream. So Jared is back. We've got William. Good morning. Good morning. Hello. Hello. Hi. I didn't know. I didn't know it was me. That you called Jared. <laughs> no. Yeah. Jared is, is he, I think he's muted himself, but you can go right ahead. Okay. All right. Uh, good morning, Alric. Morning. Yeah, it's still there, right? Okay, good. Um, I'm on the move, so that's why I moved to the camera. Besides that, I'm not, bet, not as good looking as Alric. Um, so, Alric, you brought up about the Orlando Ford report. And, you know, like so many other good reports that have been done, the 1975 draft development plan, the 1992 tourism plan, the uh, Vision 2008, and all of these things that would have been good for Cayman, but uh, not so good for certain special interests that are able to control the government to their own advantage at the exclusion of others, um, of mainly, most Caymanians, that is. Uh, none of this of what's happening is, is very surprising after you read those reports. You have a prison system that the only time they do arrests of people up there for bringing in drugs is when somebody tries to operate outside of the drug business in prison. And if you operate within the drug business of prison, then everything is cool because they will tell you that if they try to stop the use of marijuana and ganja and cocaine, ganja, marijuana, same thing, cocaine, in the prison, that they would have a prison riot. Hmm. This is this is known for decades, decades. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Right? I have one stage of the... I think he dropped his wake connection. Off no, no, no. Jared, are you um, going to have a few more comments? I think Mr. Billy actually got dropped. Hopefully he'll yeah. Um, finally, I just want to say everybody needs to take the attitude. It's not what K-Man can do for me. It's mm -hmm. what I can do for K-Man. So if we can work together and fund the mental health department, give more money to education, we educate people who didn't have the chance to get education, give them a little 
IT certificate thing. Get them something so that people can work. That's that's the main priority. People need to work. There's no no welfare free for all thing. Everybody need to work. And the police need to get up off their asses and stop sucking up the AC and mm-hmm. go in the hot sun. Mm-hmm. And bringing in British people ain't going to help because British people never even really ever understand what it is. Listening is good. But if you know taking in what you're listening and acting on what what you're hearing or mm-hmm. doing something it's it's not going to serve any purpose so those those are like my final comments mm-hmm. all right my dear well thank you very much i appreciate it thank you for participating in the conversation brandon says jared is slaughtering some food you having some breakfast <laughs> i'm being the apple on my way to work <laughs> good. That's a good, healthy option. Um, in all seriousness, Jared, I appreciate you calling into the program and um, for sharing your, your comments. And we need to have more young people such as yourself engage in the conversation. You know, people need to be listening to you. You've made some good comments this morning, so I appreciate it. Be safe driving to work. All right. Um, Marshall says, too many reports and nothing has been done. That's why we're in the mess that we're in now. Um, Debbie says, Dragario is a private company that's based in Cayman. I don't know why they are not used to assist the police department. They are trained military soldiers. It's so hard. Is it so hard? Jeez. Um, I don't know, but we have a whole department. Here's another message that has come in. Let me pull this one up on screen. Uh, this person said, um, I'm just trying to make sure this is the right message. I think this is it. Uh, this person says, good morning, Sandy. I always watch you when I have time, but don't want to comment because there's so many census people around. And also I uh, is trying to be a good Christian. So I only pray for these people. The truth is 95% of the guns and drugs are coming from Jamaica. From time a Jamaican get on a plane to come Cayman to be a police, all on his mind is to destroy all Caymanians. Oh Lord. I do have some good Jamaican friends, but the problem is we're getting out. We're getting all of the uneducated and low class. The good Jamaican people here don't even want to deal with them. The police force um, and what does it say? The police force and everywhere is full of them. They aren't worried about us that came in and people only about the big pay um, check they're receiving and this good life they're living here. From time they going to school, I could hear them talking on the school bus, uh, Jamaica rule. And this is true. Jamaica is ruling here, far as I can see. Our little rock is ruined uh, with these people. And I don't forget about the white people with the money that has taken over also. I don't know who will want to be here in the, in the five years. Then the way things, the way our island is going, just a little talk from me and you. God bless you and always keep up the good work. Amen. All right. Well, thank you um, for that. So some people don't necessarily want to come and have a comment on here because they're saying that um, they don't want to engage with people, but they're still sending uh, their comments in. Whoa, what a hot mess. Alric? I don't know. I'm, I'm sitting here just shaking my head. Lord have mercy. Um, okay, so let's recap, folks, in case you missed it. Uh, we do have a lot of questions. Um, I don't know what happened to Mr. Billy. Unfortunately, his his feed dropped out there. But um, 
Malia wants that the bars have security and active security cameras. Oh my God, if they don't at that location, they should have CCTV footage all over Vic's bar and the surrounding area. No one should be booked because listen, they've had more than one incident there. So let's just be very frank here. No one should have um, any problems gathering CCTV footage this morning. So let's just recap folks. Last week, Friday morning, we were having this exact same discussion. It feels a little bit like deja vu. Four people were shot, um, three or four people, well, four people were shot that night. There was one person that the police seemed to have been uncertain about whether he was shot at the location or what was going on there. The police haven't updated us, but the streets are talking and the streets have a very interesting version of that story. Now, again, last night we had another um, five or six people shot in another mass shooting, one week apart, exactly one week apart. And um, in this case, another young man has lost his life, a Caymanian young man, family to people that we know, friends to the program, um, people that we know very, very well. So we do wish to extend our condolences to the McLean family. He's got connections in West Bay. He's got uncles that are West Bayers, um, Georgetown, all over. And so this is really, really um, a difficult situation this morning to be saying that we have yet again um, lost a, a young person to violence, to senseless violence. So our condolences go out to that young man. Multiple um, persons were shot in the incident last night, including some of the barmaids. Now, what is shocking about last night's incident is we understand that they actually showed up with a machine gun. We're being told an AK-47, folks. This is crazy. This is not a handgun. You know, handgun can only shoot so many people. An AK-47 can take out a whole team. Uh, one person says, amazing conversation this morning. Can it shine in the light on the serious issues that we have here? And it's been time, it's been time for this specific topic to come up because nothing is being done. Trust me, Sandy, it's rough for the young Caymanians like myself and the generations to come, hence why so much of our people are leaving and the younger generation are smarting up and leaving out of here also. We see more help out of our home in another man's country, um, and it's sad, honestly. Billy is back. Billy is back. Morning. Mm -hmm. again, Billy. Morning. Again. You got to kill that background. I don't... Kill that background, feed. background feed? Yeah, I think was that yeah, somebody was listening to it in the background, so we're getting a little bit of feedback. I don't know what that could be. I'm... <laughs> In Foster's parking lot right at the moment. All right. Um, right. So is it still is it still there? Yes. Yes. I'm hearing myself twice. Do you have do you have yeah, do you a have window have open like window on your phone that was watching this show? Watching this show. Looking see. Try to close that and see. I'll read a few comments while you do that. Um, Nigel says there are expat officers here that love this country and know how to do the job, but their hands are tied, meaning um, the laws and policy govern the police need to be revisited. Police here are supposed to treat persons who commit crime like customers and take all the disrespect that is dished out um, because if you take action or contract, yeah, listen, Nigel, here's the thing. We can't have it both ways. And I, and I understand the complexities of policing. Does that um, make any difference? No, Billy, it's no, still happening when you come on the feed. YouTube's on at all. Okay. Um, 
Um, let me just let me just respond to Nigel's point, right? So this is why Taking I said, everything okay. else off. Yeah, it sounds okay now, Billy. Just hold on one second. WhatsApp so is gonna... off. So only Chrome is on now. Uh, okay, I thank you. I was going to tell him he sounded fine just now. He just came out again. Um, so the one thing I want to say, Nigel, is you can't have it both ways. So we have restrictions. We have human rights. Everybody gets up in arms when one of their one of their when one of their loved ones gets involved in an incident. Remember the young man with the um, on the bike, the legal bike being chased, and everybody's like, "Oh no, the police need to be arrested." They roughed him up. Blah blah blah. You need to decide. You need to pick and choose. We can't have a lawless police because we see, again, not trying to point fingers at Jamaica, but this is a fact. Jamaica has one of the worst human rights violations when it comes to their police officers. In other words, their police officers, according to human rights agencies all over the world, don't know how to treat people. They will shoot a pregnant woman as they have for cursing at them and killing her and her baby. So you can't say to the police, go out there and take the word service out of your name and put back force and use force against people, ignore people's human rights and just beat people up regardless of whether you think they're innocent, guilty or whatever. You can't have that dialogue occurring in the community. And then at the same time, when it happens to your family member gets pulled off a bite by a police officer, then all of a sudden you're like, oh no, well this can't go. We're going to try and sue the police. We can't be talking out of both sides of our mouths. And the honest truth is we have to hold the police responsible um, for their behavior. So we can't give them free reign to be able to break the law because I've never seen anywhere in the world where police officers who have that type of power where they can do whatever they want and they can break the law really being all that effective. So I think we need to understand what sort of narrative we're engaging in if we think that that is part of the solution. Billy, let's try it again. All right. Besides saying hello, what else you heard? <laughs> uh, well, we heard quite a bit the last time, well, but we you can. Bit the last time, but you can... Yeah, I'm still getting feedback, but that's yeah, okay. Just go ahead. Okay. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the. No, <clears throat> um, were we talking about the plans that have been done and not implemented? Well, we've had we've well, definitely we've had, had that discussion, had that... but you say whatever you want because we've got about five minutes left. Five minutes left. Okay. Well, I, I recall, as I said, but I'll say it again. You know, you have a connection with the government. You're a chairman of a very important board. And you're tasked with doing, taking care of transportation issues. But the difficulty you will have is that for how many and living where? And how are you going to design roads when you have some parts of government and society wanting to take our population to 150,000 people as fast as possible so that they can fill up the commercial establishment that they've built? And then at the same time, they're wanting to pay them $6 an hour, $1,000 a month. So those persons are going to be forced to use in public transport. And so how many buses are we going to, big buses we're going to have on the road to move people up and down? And it's, it's impossible. You don't have a, the master ground transportation plan thrown through the window. The physical development plan, 1975, another good one in 2001. 
thrown through the window. Vision 2008, thrown through the window. The Yolanda Ford report, trampled on and totally ignored. And these are, we don't need another study. We don't need another study. We need to open them up, take them, open them, start to discuss them. A good subject matter that I would suggest to you, Sandy, is that you have on the show, and I said Alric would be a good one to lead it. Uh-oh. Looks like Billy gone again. I don't know what happened. Uh, Miss Romelia says, good morning, Cayman and Sandy. We have a huge problem in our beautiful Cayman Islands. It's sad that the police uh, is a part of the problem instead of being part of the solution. We can't get the police to patrol our communities on foot. Years ago, police used to patrol the bars. When last was this done? Too much is happening. The police is turning a blind eye and telling you due to human rights, they can't do anything. Mm -mm. Mm -mm. Um, Olive says, and y'all know damn well knows how a lot of these guns get in, who bringing them in. Stop the gun bleeming on Jamaica, she says. It's bad enough for Jamaica to deal with the guns violence in Jamaica as long as y'all keep pointing fingers at one end and turn a blind eye to the other. But that's not what's happening, Olive. Have you been listening? Olive, have you listened to the program this morning? I beseech you to listen with a view to understanding. That's not what's happening, but no one can tell you that 90% of the guns do not come in via the Jamaica route. That's a fact. Don't get upset with facts. Embrace them because they help you to find solutions, folks. Ralston, big up yourself. Thank you. Ralston is suggesting we study scriptures. Well, no, enough of that going on, Cayman Brack, and every single church on Sunday, and I'm not sure that that's helping. But no harm, I guess. Keep studying. Um, Sadie says, going back and forth about what's the most dangerous, what will the necessary authorities do? Well, we're asking them to come forward and tell us what their anti-crime strategy is. We're all keen to hear it. Alric, unmute yourself, my dear, and give us some final comments. Um, I, I don't want to sound like a like you're beating a dead horse here. I mean, um, well, keep beating it, can nobody not listen? Well, 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 that's the thing, right? What, what tends to happen is we have a conversation like this. Yep. And two days later, we're done with it. Yeah, a couple, a couple days later, everybody goes back to life as usual. And mm. so, like I say, I'm not blaming anybody for anything. I'm just saying we we ha we know what the issues are. Reports have been made. Consultants mm. have been paid. But the reports stay in the shelf. And then we pretend it's not happening because, mm -hmm. you know, we don't live in that area or, you know, we have a good job and, you know, it's not my problem. So at, at what stage does it become um, all of our problem? At what stage does it happen? I mean, how much trouble does there need to be mm. for for it to be all of our problem? Mm -hmm. that, that's, you know, that, that's my only question, you know? Mm -hmm. So. Wow. All right. Well, we're here again, folks, in, in exactly one week. Uh, from where we were 
last time, which is just last week, this time last week, which to me is incredibly shocking. Alaric, um, we appreciate you jumping onto the program with us and reminding us of that report and having this conversation. Folks, if you'd like a copy of the report, um, I do have the PDF document. I'm actually going to um, put it up here shortly. I'll see how the best way, um, maybe when I put up the website link, I'll put that up as well. And um, everybody needs to read this report. We all need to read it and we all need to, um, to educate ourselves as quickly as possible. <sighs> what a mess. CE Bank said, Sandra, it's now time that we as a country and citizens say enough is enough and we need a peaceful protest. Well, we need more than that right now. Again, folks, uh, condolences are going out to the McLean family this morning. Um, like I said, I don't know his mom well, but I do see her all the time when I go to a particular government department. Very nice lady. Um, his uncle has reached out this morning saying that he's related on the father's side. And um, another life has been senselessly lost as a result of gun violence in the Cayman Islands. This time... Um, with an AK-47, it is being alleged, which is just shocking in, in and of itself. Um, so, uh, Mark, I can't tell you where Jamaica getting them from, but uh, we are part of the transport route. So um, a large part of the gun trade does come via Haiti to Jamaica. And then don't ask me nothing about where Haiti getting it from, because I don't know about all that. Um, so, folks... Uh, this is where we're at. And um, Alric, we appreciate you coming on. Mr. Billy, I'm not sure what happened with your connection, but we'll try it next time and see how it gets, uh, how we get on. Alric, we'll see you next week. All right, see you next week. All right, folks. So get a copy of this report. We are going to um, post it up. You guys need to start reading it. It is a couple hundred pages but it is well worth the read. 15 years and old, this report is, 15 years, and we've been dealing with criminality and criminal elements for probably the better half of 30 years now. So I think we just need to get on it. A big shout out to our friends over at um, Everything 345. They did a meme yesterday um, after Benji, it was actually Benji's idea, because Benji said, Sandy, you remind me of that lady from, um, criminal minds. And I said, Oh, that's kind of funny, actually. And then I mentioned it to one of the guys over at everything 345 and check out the meme that they did. So let's end on a little bit of a humorous note. I know that we're all stressed out. Word. So North Lynn was a prostitute and a drug addict living in a desert community just outside of Los Angeles. It appears bikers were her stock and trade rough bikers. And one fateful day, her and a client were murdered by her 13 year old son, Billy shot to death. Customer, ironically named John, was able to tell the police before he died that Billy made him beg for his life, but then shot him anyway. That's him. Mm -hmm. And he was convicted, but... He's a juvenile. Right. So at 18, he was released in 1973, never heard from again. Oh, he was heard from. And he never released a statement as to why he killed them. So uh, big shout out to 345. They are regular viewers of the program. And um, legit, they, they can bring the humor um, out and everything. So... Um, that, that was like really funny. Like I had a really good laugh about that. Cause I kind of do do that in the mornings. Like you guys see me on the computer and listen, as things happen and as things pop off, we bring it to you live. 
Um, folks, I'm hoping for a calm weekend. I think the police do need to be out in full force. I'm hoping that we'll hear from them shortly. We'll hear from our elected officials. We'll hear something, anything, anybody, somebody talk to us. Um, and then we can take it from there and see, you know, kind of what's going to pop off next. Um, listen, the police need to be out in full force. I'm telling you, this is unfortunately, um, just the beginning. Mark says, I need to dye my hair red. Uh, no. <laughs> oh my gosh, Mark, you're so funny. All right, folks. Um, thank you so much for tuning into the program. We wish you a safe weekend. Folks, just be careful. I don't know what else to say. Um, stay home. Don't even go out if you don't have to, because clearly, again, innocent people are getting caught up in this. But how do you tell a barmaid don't go to work because you might get shot? Of course, she's going to be expected to go to work. Anyway, you guys have a good weekend. Thank you for tuning in to another edition of The Cold Hard Truth. Make sure to check Facebook for showtimes and more information and the latest news at caymanmarlroad.com. Subscribe to our IG and Facebook pages to get the latest happenings. 